0: Hello and welcome to Igniting Change, a podcast produced by S4Digital. Here we talk about things S4Digital can do to level up your business. My name is Adam Khan and today we're speaking with David Marquez from cybersecurity firm DRC. Welcome to the show, David. Where are you calling in from today? Yeah, today I'm. Uh, thanks very much for
1: for the invitation, Adam. Uh, today I'm calling from Lisbon. We are located in Lisbon.
0: Very. Is, is the whole of DRC located in Lisbon?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, we are. Uh, even though we have some uh, uh, international uh, projects and uh, 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 in Portuguese uh, African uh, language countries as well, a lot of them. But uh, yeah, our headquarters are in Lisbon, and from Lisbon we cover uh, uh, all Portugal,
0: all Portugal country. Very nice, very nice. I, I really like Lisbon. Actually, I, I've been most of the people I've been interviewing have very good things to say about Lisbon and Portugal as a whole. So yes, okay. So David, DRC is a cybersecurity firm, right? So how does someone get involved in a business specialising in this field? What's your background?
1: Well, um, my background—I I, came—I came into cybersecurity uh, from IT, so my background uh, was uh, IT at at start. Uh, but uh, uh, while I was very young, um, I had the chance to, to work on a very specialized area of uh, uh, of cybersecurity. And from that point on, uh, uh, mostly I didn't work much with uh, with IT, to be honest. Uh, I focus on a, on a very specific area of, of, of cybersecurity, and then from that point on, uh, basically I grew up uh, uh, and adding uh, new competencies to my uh, to my to my characteristics. And uh, uh, basically, we we uh, I grow up in a lot of different areas of uh, of cybersecurity field. So right now, I, I have a broader coverage of of this field. Uh, let's say this has been my main activity for the last 15 years.
0: Ah, so cybersecurity is, is, you could call, you could say it's your specialty then.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. I would say so.
0: All right. Very nice. And what is your position in DRC? Uh,
1: so I'm managing a, um, an operational uh, team that provides DRC services to, to our clients. So we work for... Uh, uh, let's say from the one side on the delivery point of view of all our portfolio and the, on the on the other side we support let's say the business and the sales in order to give the, the competence that it's needed for the clients to understand what we do, what's our offer, and how can we adapt our offer to our to
0: our client needs. Right, right, right. I understand. Okay. So DRC stands for data risk consulting. What are some of the specific activities or portfolio, if you will, of the business?
1: Yeah, that's right. Uh, DRC stands for Data Risk and Consulting. Um, we Basically, we we, we have a, a very broader coverage of uh, information security and cybersecurity field, um, but more or less, we, we are divided by areas of expertise, and uh, we have uh, five different areas of expertise. Uh, one of them is the consulting services, uh, where we take everything that is related to information security and cybersecurity from a consulting uh, perspective and point of view. Um, then we got uh, a different area which is cybersecurity services, uh, where we have our SOC as a service models. Mm-hmm. Basically, we focus uh, uh, on a lot of different. Cybersecurity services, uh, full service offering. Uh, then we also have um, a cybersecurity integration area. Basically, it's whenever our clients need a solution uh, where they need a product to supply their needs. So we have uh, agreements with some of the major brands in the cybersecurity field to provide uh, uh, implementation and support services for uh, for our clients as well we also have a fourth area which is training where we focus that's an area totally focused on people uh, creating awareness for the cyber security uh, area and also um, to help uh, uh, end users uh, it uh, and application development uh, uh, users to to understand what are the real risks of cybersecurity, how how can they integrate uh, cybersecurity in their daily work, and how can that uh, uh, bring the cybersecurity uh, maturity of their companies into an higher level? Right. Um, and lastly, we also have um, a data recovery and a data destruction lab, where we got uh, uh, in Portugal all the conditions to provide. Uh, data recovery and data distraction for for our clients.
0: So th- so that's a, like complex deletion of files and uh...
1: that, that's right. and even the, the we, we even have a, a van which does the physical destruction of media uh, that we can take uh, uh, the van into our clients' office and uh, uh, provide the, the the distraction on on site. <laughs>
0: Oh wow. Okay. So of course, uh, if if it's not if I do a factory reset of my phone, that really is nothing in cybersecurity wise, right? There has to be a more a more thorough deletion of the data.
1: Yeah, 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 uh, that's that's right. So um, there are different types of, of media and each type of media has its different challenges on the way that we can assure and, and rest assure that the data is really deleted without the chance of being recovered later. And of course, right now where we live uh, in a world, for example, where the renting of equipment is a very common practice. So it's quite important when you you give your equipments back to 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 the to the renting companies. you are totally sure that uh, uh, no intellectual property or no confidential information will go out your uh, from your your premises into into other, any other any other people.
0: Absolutely. yeah, I had not thought about that. It's of course a very real threat that can that that can happen.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. And there, there is. uh, It's funny because there, there are some known cases uh, around that when some equipments were delivered back uh, into the renting companies, uh, data wasn't correctly deleted. uh, The equipments were resold. And new owners were able to access uh, old data that was standing on the, on those devices. Even, for example, printers. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we really need to be to be assured when we give something away, uh, our data does not go away as well. Um, right now, even worse with the, with the GDPR regulation, which uh, which brings the attention that you need really need to be care with, uh, uh, really need to care with you, with your data.
0: Especially wow. yeah,
1: personal yeah, yeah. data, of course.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's such a. To me, this has always been such an interesting world because it's um it's a, it's almost kind of spy like, right? It's almost uh, you have to be uh, the this sort of thing. is so covert, like you hear about it in industrial espionage and all that sort of thing, and that's that's what always sounded interesting to me about cybersecurity.
1: Yeah, that's right, and and, and that's it's uh uh you got... you get. Let's say different threat act- actors uh, in this in this field, and we do hear a lot uh, uh, on the news about uh, c- uh, cyber espionage and attacks, uh, ransomware, uh, stuff like that. But uh, in fact, this is a real issue. Uh, it's a real issue because even though uh, um, there are our companies, for example, uh, uh, may not be uh, the specific target for, for example, uh, uh, nation-state attackers, for example, uh, threat actors, but in the end, as we are all uh, uh, interconnected, um, in the end, someone, uh, some of our companies, uh, even even the smallest ones, will suffer from these uh, from these threats that uh, are out there uh, today. So, um, and it's probably you, you've seen as well in the news some some uh, uh, recent attacks that. Uh, they're exploring basically what is called supply chain attacks so Uh uh, they're they're attacking uh, a company like uh, an IT supplier in order to get to the real the real uh, uh, company that they can they want to get in so yeah it's a real uh, a real issue that uh, um, companies are now much more aware than than they were a couple of years ago I remember that a couple of years ago, we were trying to speak about cybersecurity, and we were the ones that would need to force the subject. And right now, I think the paradigm has really changed. Right now, we really don't need to force it up. Because everyone is aware of it, and now our, uh, the clients are the ones that uh, they will ask about it. So, yeah, we, we've seen a real change in the mentality. Right in the last couple of years
0: right 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 of course so there's definitely a bit a, bit of a shift in the de- and in, uh, in demand for cybersecurity.
1: security that's right that's right
0: okay So, David, we've spoken a bit about yourself and a tiny bit about DRC, we'll come back to that, but for now, what is DRC's relationship with S4Digital?
1: Well, um, we are trying to cooperate uh, with uh, with S4Digital in our, let's say, field of expertise, in Mm -hmm. our holistic approach to to cybersecurity. Um, and uh, it's a good fit because DRC has a strong presence in the Portuguese market, um, where it's been working for a long time, and we are recognizing uh, in our market. But as for Digital, uh, brings uh, a very strong presence in uh, international markets, European and uh, uh, the US market. So uh, we are cooperating in order to expand our offering into those markets and. Um, I have, let's say, a nav, a, a nav, or nav of expertise located here in Portugal that may uh, provide services into into other realities, like European and US realities.
0: Let's say symbiotic relationship. Whereas for Digital has the has the clients and everything, and DRC has the tech, the know-how. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Okay, that's good. So, I've read around that uh, DRC also does some training. So, do you want to tell us a bit about that?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, it's one of our uh, areas of uh, expertise. Um, we we do uh, um, different types uh, uh, of, of training, uh, but uh, uh, one of our focus was always people, right? We focus always, not only on because what we've seen in the in the past uh, is that a lot of companies focused focus, focused on uh, technology and hoping that technology would solve their all their problems related mm-hmm. to cybersecurity yeah. and with time time went by and uh, a lot of them understood that uh, technology won't solve all, all the problems so we need to focus yeah. on people uh, people are, are the ones that that use technology they are the ones that need to be aware for for, for the, the cybersecurity issues so um, we based on that we, we, we founded an area for training focus on, on people and we are right right now doing two different models of training uh, one of them is a, a new learning course uh, of security awareness for end users, mm-hmm. um, where we have a, 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 our own platform with our own contents, uh, where the companies can have their own users to uh, uh, to learn about the let's say the basic uh, threats, uh, uh, the good behaviors that they should adopt uh, mm-hmm. while while surfing online, while using the IT systems, information systems. So that's one of the one of our areas regarding training we also do uh, um, on demand training uh, and we did a lot of training for for example end users as well but also for it teams uh, mm-hmm. and application developing application development teams where we what we we try is to uh, um, Bring cybersecurity, uh, even though uh, uh, the main responsibility of IT is not cybersecurity, uh, and the application development is also uh, their main business is not cybersecurity. But if, if we really want to raise up the level of maturity, uh, for example, in our products, then we need to start thinking about cybersecurity from the start right from the scratch so that's why mm-hmm. we want to address this issue by helping the it guys helping the application developers in order to integrate cybersecurity since the beginning they are setting up stuff so right. developing application or setting up new systems and so this right. has been one of the areas that we've uh, we've worked uh, uh, we've worked with some some of some of our clients in the in the recent times
0: Okay, so I think I understand. It's basically that what would happen before is that developers and IT guys would uh, would begin their tasks, and at the end of it, they would think of cybersecurity, and that would be a, a, it. Would be a weaker security than if they had thought of cybersecurity from the ground up. You mean, right? Yeah,
1: that's right. That's right. That's 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 uh, totally it. Uh, so that that's one of the issues because uh, usually of course if you only look at cybersecurity at the end of the 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 project then of course uh, uh, you will spend more money to 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 implement anything you will have to redo stuff and that's not the goal the right. goal is to integrate cybersecurity from the beginning from the first mm-hmm. step from the planning phase and this way we at the end you will have much more secure th- secure stuff, secure applications, secure systems, uh, and, of course, uh, uh, the level of maturity uh, regarding cybersecurity of the company will raise. And of course, it helps us on the, ad- on, on the other end as well, because it doesn't give the idea that cybersecurity is an issue only for the cybersecurity team. Everyone yeah. needs to be involved, and if we yeah. involve uh, everyone since
0: the, the ground up, it's much easier for for, for, for all. Okay, I understand. So in this training, are there any innovations? Is it like videos or anything? Or is it a presential classroom? We have
1: both. We have both of them. Um, We have uh, whiteboard animation style Mm -hmm. uh, videos Mm -hmm. and uh, also a classroom uh, online right now as well. And we, we, from a couple of time uh, now, we've been using uh, gamification concepts as well in order to try to, let's say, involve the users uh, uh, in the training, right? So the goal is uh, uh, basically we, in every training that we, we provide, we, we do a game. Basically, we run a game together with the training that uh, with real prizes and everything. So uh, that is quite nice because the, uh, everyone that that is on the training feels like they're they're really involved. So and it's right. a much much easier way to learn and uh, uh, and the feedback is great. So yeah, we'll keep up this path of in- integrating gamification into our training.
0: That's nice. So when you say gamification, do you mean uh, that? There's there are certain levels that they have to go through, or is the sort of puzzle that they have to accomplish?
1: Yeah, yeah, those kind of things. Those kind of things. Uh, a game with uh, with, for example, uh, scorecards, uh, uh, where there's a, a, a let's say an healthy competition during the training uh, to 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 win the game, to win a prize, and also uh, uh, the use of uh, uh, puzzles uh, uh, through the training that they need to solve. In order to to let's say to progress to a next step.
0: Okay, and do you think edu- education as a whole could benefit from using this system of, gamici- of gamification?
1: Yeah, I, I do think so. I really, I really think this is important because um, at the end uh, we know that we, um, if we are daily users of, of something, we have a lot of different trainings, right? Trainings yeah. for a lot of different stuff. So um, we some some of the times I think it's our human nature. If it's not something that uh, it's our major interest, um our, we we won't have focus on it. So our goal is with the gamification, uh, uh, introduction of gamification into the training, basically is to get uh, uh, the people attention, get the focus of the people, uh, because we know that this way they will reach the end of the training and. We will reach our goal, we will create awareness uh, and uh, everyone, everyone will be happier than if it was just uh, an online instructor or a, a physical instructor uh, spitting out uh, stuff about a topic during uh, uh, an X amount of time.
0: Now, David, I'm going to ask you the obvious question, and that is, how is DRC different to competing cybersecurity businesses?
1: Well, I think uh, um, there. I, I would I would mention two uh, two differences. Uh, one of them is that we we have a, a very uh, holistic approach to information security. We can cover, let's say, almost almost all the needs of our client regarding information security. So right now we have a, a very large offer. We are not only focused on one specific niche. So uh, we have an offer that we more or less we can and we do that for some of the, some of the clients. We can be a managed services uh, managed services provider for, for cybersecurity where we can take care of all cybersecurity issues uh, for a client um and the second second thing i would mention is we really try to have a very close relationship with with our clients in order to understand their context that their their reality and this way we can tailor our approach to their specific needs so uh we basically we try to avoid uh uh, closed closed projects, we try to, to be open, uh, 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 sufficient, sufficiently open to, to embed in our in our offer uh, the client needs so then we can tailor our delivery really to the needs of the client so the client can see an added value from our services.
0: Right, right, right. So an added customization to the services that you offer to specific clients. That's very good. Okay. What are some good practices that people can implement with their use of tech, and what are some reasons to be thorough with the way we treat data? Well, I think the
1: one of the main issues is to create uh, awareness, and that's what we we try to do. Not only sell our services, but also to create awareness in our right. clients in the in the cybersecurity field field. Because I think. I think one of the, 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 the biggest uh, problem is, uh, is, is to understand the real dangers that we are exposed to of using, uh, for example, so much technology, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and we need to understand what are the real, real dangers. And let's not forget that cybersecurity is more or less a new field right? Uh, it doesn't have centuries, uh, uh, but uh, a couple of, uh, uh, of years. And we can think, for example, an analogy, uh, for example, when we are using a knife, right? Uh, and for example, I, I have kids, we, we really know that what, what are the, 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 the dangers of, of using a knife. We know that we need to avoid some, some things in order to use a knife correctly right mm-hmm. and basically we need to transpose this to cyber security as well right. so right. basically we need to understand what our what what are our risks right uh, 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 while while we are online using so much technology we need to understand that i think uh, uh, we need a, a little bit of a change on our mentality because usually we tend to believe right in everything that uh, someone else tells us Right? Yeah. So we, we've been uh, raised like this. But right now, with, with technology and, and with Internet, we, we can't believe in everything we, we, we see. right? We can't believe in everything that we receive on email, for example. So we need to we have a little bit of a shift, a shift in our the way we, we look at things in order to understand the risks and to, to, to protect ourselves against it. So we need to think logically right? So, uh, usually I, I, I say to some of, some of the people that I, I train, uh, we need to understand that uh, uh, there is, for example, when we receive emails, there, is, there isn't anyone giving something uh, without wanting something back. So, okay. let's yeah. not believe Let's not believe everything we we see, right? We need to think logically without stepping right away to do something. So yeah. I think that's that's important. And of course, then the use of technology comes at a second stage uh, to help us to 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 overcome some of the issues. And for example, uh, uh, technology like multi-factor authentication, which I think that they are really really important nowadays in order to face the challenges that we, that we live in.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, multi- of course, yeah, all these, it's essentially the knife story. Unfortunately, we know by experience what happens when a knife is used incorrectly. And I think it's, it's the fact that cybersecurity is so new that we haven't really seen. I mean, we have seen it, but really the, the common person hasn't seen the direct effect of poor cybersecurity practices
1: yeah 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 we, we are now seeing it we are now seeing while well, we Just see now. for example a lot of yeah a lot of businesses being disrupted completely by for example ransomware attacks even even uh, public institutions like like hospitals and and mm-hmm. and, and other things uh, similar to those uh, stopping completely their their business from one day to, to one day to the other that the consequences are are are, are major so uh, yeah. yeah I think really we really need to 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 understand the risks behind all this, because in the end, the, in the end, the, 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 I think the problem will be really, 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 really large.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, people have to draw awareness to cybersecurity. That's the good practice that people should have.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. I think that's, okay. that's, that that is something that that's that's been changing on the last couple of uh, of years.
0: Absolutely. I would agree. Cybersecurity is something that you didn't really hear about as a common person, as not involved in IT. But right now, it's, it's, it's a pretty common buzzword being thrown around, especially by big corporations and all this sort of thing. That's right. That's right. Okay. So, Do DRC and S4 Digital have similar values, those of disrupting the space they're in and standing out through innovation.
1: Yeah, I would. I would say. I would think so. Yes, um, we try to innovate in our areas of uh, of expertise. Basically, we try to do it in, uh, let's say, uh, uh, two different ways: uh, from the outside to the inside, and uh, the other way around. Uh, right. From the outside, because we 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 tend to listen a lot to our clients, understand what are their. Let's say their 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 pains, their their sufferings, and uh-huh. then we we try to develop our offering based on that as well. So that's uh, from the outside to the inside, but also from the inside to the outside, we try to innovate because uh, uh, we 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 try to understand what we're doing. Where is the world, let's say, in this area of expertise uh, of cybersecurity? what will be the future, where we're heading, and then to try to anticipate the, the let's say, the, the what will the future brings in order to adapt our offer uh, to that future, right? And we try to do that uh, uh, on a regular basis.
0: Mm-hmm. So essentially, yeah, sort of like S4Digital in that they're, they're, they're try- constantly improving.
1: Yeah, that's right. We, we try to do that uh, on a regular basis.
0: Okay. Now, do you feel the demand for cybersecurity services has increased over the pandemic? And if so, why?
1: Well, yeah, I do think so. Yeah, uh, the the cybersecurity demand has increased during the pandemic. Uh, we we already seen uh, before the pandemic. We already seeing that uh, uh, that raising of of, of cybersecurity. Uh, with the pandemic, I think there there was a, a big shift. Uh, mm-hmm. And the, that shift conducted to a, to a, an increased need. Um, the shift was that we were we were used to consider our let's say security perimeter w- was our let's say physical offices, right? Because that, yeah. that what was what we needed to protect. Everyone was inside. Our data was inside our physical perimeter. Everything mm-hmm. was there. So we had our our firewalls protecting our let's say the our crown jewel that we're inside. The issue is is that with with the pandemic uh, the 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 security perimeter changed completely right mm-hmm. so the security perimeter right now because we needed to to evolve we needed to, to have digital transformation so the data right now is not confined within a physical space the data is spread out in the cloud and so the new perimeter is the user, right? So the identity is the new perimeter. And where is that perimeter? Well, that can be everywhere, right, uh, uh, nowadays. So I think that was a major change uh, uh, in the market that led, uh, uh, that led to a lot of, uh, of businesses understanding this change. And they had to react to it and they had to search for, for, for uh, ways to improve their cybersecurity Focusing on these new on this new paradigm on these new shifts, right on the right. on the identities instead of the, the physical spaces.
0: Of course. I, I hadn't thought about that of course. Uh, in, in the office, everyone is at the office. there's even even if there's only employees, no real security, there's still some sort of surveillance. but right now it's just people in their houses and how do you keep uh, sensitive data from leaking from people's houses? Yeah,
1: that's right, and that's right, and, and and even even besides that of 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 that of the physical perimeter, I think one of the things that uh, it changed also was the 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 need for uh, services like soft services like detection and response for uh, uh, for cyber attacks because uh-huh. right now with people spread all over around uh um we, we we can't depend on someone as you said uh, uh looking only over the office right so we need to yeah. to have teams uh, uh even some in some cases uh, uh, spread the teams around the world depending on the circumstances of the of the companies that they are focusing their attention on the attacks and how to react to those attacks before it's too late so i think we also see these this change and this move and much more companies uh, are worried about having uh, security teams internally or outsourcing those those functions into uh, service providers in order to be able to have a team looking at cybersecurity exclusively.
0: Right, 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 right. of course. Now, is, this, is cybersecurity, especially to this scale, the scale we're talking about, relevant to small businesses as well? Yeah,
1: I would say so. I would say so because bigger corporations—they uh, uh, already worried with cybersecurity. They already had their cybersecurity plans for quite long time. Mm-hmm. Even though, of course, uh, uh, even though of course, there's a lot to do. Uh, there's a lot to do in order to raise the maturity of its cybersecurity programs. Uh, large corporations—they are already, they already working with the, within cybersecurity for for a long time. But with small businesses, it's a totally different uh, story because the the, the uh, small and medium companies uh, uh, they looked at cybersecurity on the late late, uh, late latest couple of of years, but it was uh, a lot a lot of times it was something that was expensive, so they didn't consider it really critical. And right now with all these recent issues and attacks that have been, uh, um, a lot of them have been in the news and attacks that are not in the news because they're really uh, for small companies. But now these companies, they do really understand that these kind of issues, cybersecurity problems, that can be really, really disruptive. And they can, even in some cases, that, uh, that they can lead to a small business to close up. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, they understand now, they are starting to understand the importance of having a, a cybersecurity plan and investing in cybersecurity. We are seeing that change and we do uh, work a lot as well with, the, with SMEs and we, we see that they are really, really uh, uh, raising their awareness levels regarding cybersecurity.
0: All right. And that's a, that's a reality that the world is going to have to face now, that cybersecurity is here to stay.
1: That's right. I think that uh, with all this and and the pandemic, uh, as you said, so only came to 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 show the importance of it because right now uh, um, the IT and uh, the digital transformation programs uh, they 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 gathered. Uh, much much higher importance and of course cybersecurity needs to be to follow up this importance in order to protect everything because the, the business is changing it's transforming and of course cybersecurity needs to to follow this transformation in order to p- protect your assets
0: okay alright so David Marquez thank you so much for speaking with me uh, if you the listener would like to find out more about DRC and its services you can check them out at the link in the episode description igniting change is an s4 digital production my guest today was david marquez from drc recording editing and publishing done by s4 digital my name is adam khan and i hope you stay tuned for the next episode goodbye